Hey, Alex Terry here. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. We are here to discuss all about leadership, thinking and behaviors. We are here to talk about how to transit from control command leadership to more inspiring leadership with high influence and trust. We are going to deep dive into three components of leadership and performance, cognitive, emotional and behavioral. And talk about how mastering our mind and thinking will actually change our action and results. Our thoughts are powerful, trust me. They determine how you feel, your decisions and actions. Your thoughts are one of the most powerful tools you will ever have in changing your life and career. By mastering your thinking, emotions and behaviors, you will create greater results for yourself, for your family, friends or your team. Focusing on thinking, feeling and acting will improve your confidence, of course reduce stress and empower you and others around you, inspire and improve engagement in your team or collaboration and of course create high performance. I hope you will enjoy our episodes And please don't forget to comment or contact us. Please ask questions. Please send us ideas of what topics you are interested in and we will discuss anything you need. Have a beautiful day. Hello, everyone, and thank you very much for tuning into my podcast. Today, I have one of the human beings that I met last year with me. <laughs> and we, I think when we started conversation it was on LinkedIn I believe I did outreach and I was uh, trying to chat with Lawrence and somehow we had this amazing conversation full of excitement and fun and we disconnected and we reconnected again I think at the, at the beginning of the year I believe that was like January yeah and he had all these changes happening in his life but what really excites me that he's the person that he came He joined my program. He was with me for a while, but I'm just watching him and I probably can tell that it's not a lot of human beings. They radically change their life and they change how they feel, but he had this massive roller coaster, but he is totally new person and he's fun. He's enthusiastic he loves what he does and that major reason is I would love you to share who you are your background and also what is the plan what you are creating because that really inspires me and I would love my audience to know because I think it's very very important what you are doing welcome <laughs> thanks Alex that was um huge you know, I've got a lot to live up to in that haven't I <laughs> <laughs> you're fine <laughs> yeah it's all good it's all good um Gosh, where can we start? Well, when I first contacted Alex, I was starting in a new venture, not of my own. I was working for another organization as a general manager, and I felt I needed a little bit more oomph with what I was doing and because I was dealing with some different people. Um, and then that all went belly up. The person in charge used their business as a um, money box. So we got shut down put me in total limbo and that's when I thought I need to do this on my own. I don't need to have work under other people. I've worked in <clears throat> the areas I work in is the um, disability and aged care services areas. 
and I'd watch these massive companies and this complete disconnect between what the management or the board believes they do and what was actually happening on the ground. Yeah. And they were quite often vastly different and I didn't like it. It really just didn't sit with me because they'd be sprouting how wonderful they were and how they did this, this and this. And then the, the frontline workers were not receiving the support they needed. They were not receiving the resources they needed to, to live up to the company's expectations. Um, and then when you talk to people, the ones delivering the service have no idea what the vision is of the organisation. They, they didn't know what they were expecting an outcome of from the powers that be, if you like. And as I sort of delved deeper into the business and, and <clears throat> I got, I worked for more and more companies and big, big companies and small and not-for-profits, this disconnect was everywhere from what was actually happening and what was the so-called vision of the organisation and, and how the upper management and boards thought they were delivering services based on what they'd written down and they believed everyone knew about. And that's when I came to the realisation that there is no business without those frontline workers. And if the frontline workers aren't delivering, there is no business without your clients. So it didn't matter what management yeah. wanted to do. It didn't matter what they said they were, how wonderful they were. They didn't provide the knowledge and the resources to the frontline workers. There was no business. It wasn't functioning as everyone thought it was. So that's when... You and I reconnected in January and I was getting all fired up and excited. I was still a bit lost in the <laughs> woods, if you like. <laughs> um, but my, my, my vision, if you like, was an organisation. We didn't need to be massive. We weren't looking at being massive. We were looking at being effective. And in that effectiveness, it was having the, the staff, the workers, part of the whole machine, if you want to call it that, where they were actually plugged in to why we were there. They understood what the vision and mission was, what our goals were and how we wanted to get there. And they had input into those so that they could really take it on board as something they owned. Whereas yeah. like, I'm, I'm now, in, as I'm trying to create this organisation and waiting for the government to give me my provider number, I'm actually doing some support workers, um shifts and things so that I can see if what I'm thinking about is happening somewhere or if it is as I thought it was. And believe it or not, even though I'm working for an agency, the disconnect between management is insane. It's still there. It doesn't matter whether you're doing um, agency work for a big organization or for a small one. Yeah. They have their visions and everything else. And when I've done induction for a couple of these organizations, because I work for three of them, um, their vision and statement and all that is sitting there, but it's not a part of the onboarding. It's like, oh, you can go there if you want to. <laughs> but it's not a tick yeah. this box, have you done your onboarding? And and that really, it blew me away. It blew me away that it, it's probably a, a systemic through the organisation. They're, they're so focused on maintaining their compliance and making sure they do the right thing that they've forgotten why they're there. And I don't want to do that. And the best way as a manager or the owner of an organization to not fall into that trap is have your frontline workers feel comfortable and confident that they will be heard if they bring something up. So that's yeah. what I'm trying to create. I'm trying to create that, that massive input whereby um, but one, of the, one of my big things is you have these 
triangle organizational chart things where you've got the CEO and the board at the top and then this line of yeah. managers and then sometimes another line of managers and then some, yeah. another line of team leaders before you get to the people that do the work. Well, my vision for my organization is I'm on the bottom and so are all my managers and team leaders because we are supporting frontline staff to support our clients. And that's what it's all about. We don't want to micromanage. We don't want to go, brah, brah, brah. We want to be, hey, what do you need? Tell me. You know where we're trying to go. You know what we want to achieve. Tell me what it's about. And one of those things that I've done is um, we're a private company, Paratri Limited Company, and we're going to be setting up an advisory board that is not made up of experts from the industry. It's made up of our frontline staff, our clients, and their families. And we will report to them every quarter on how we've gone, if we've had any compliance issues, everything that we have to do, they will know it. It'll be a complete open book and they will understand they can have input if we need to change. And I think that's the best way to do it. And one of the other things that I'm toying with is actually having clients interview staff. So let's say we have, we have a bunch of staff that we've got and we have a new client come on board. And we have a day where that client and their family might be a barbecue in, an, in a non-threatening area, not in an office and all stiff behind a desk, but we'll put on a little luncheon for them and we'll sit there and they can chat to the workers and they can say, oh, I really love Joanne and Steve's great. I don't want to work with Faye or Brian. Get them out of my face. So it becomes real for them. And, and one of the things that I've heard many times said, and this is, comes from international as well, you are not there to be their friend. You are there to support them through their life. Well, isn't that what friends do? Like if you if you have to go in there as I'm simply the worker, I'm here to do this and this and this for you and, and I'm not going to know you as a person. Well, that's crap. You know, friends come and go. Throughout our lives, we would have hundreds, if not thousands of friends, people that we meet for a short time or a long time, they have an impact in their life or we learn something from them or we have an impact in theirs. And that's what you call a friendship. Now, if, you, if your worker is going to be spending three days a week with his client, yeah. they have to be more than just someone that comes in and cleans the house and takes some grocery shopping and takes them to their appointments. You can't just be that. Then, because then, quite often the elderly person or the disability person, it's the only contact they have with people. And if yeah. that person is so clinical and so hard and so that's just, that's not right. So if we approach it the right way, because what, what a lot of these experts are saying is if you create a friendship with a person, then you leave, how do they feel? Well, how do you feel when a friend leaves your life? It's the same thing. So what, what I want to be able to do is with our onboarding and our induction, we just, we have one for the clients as well. And we explain to them that, you wanted Faye because you thought she was fantastic and she has the same ha hobbies as you. Faye will come on board and she will be like a friend for you. She'll be there for you. She'll talk to you. She'll do what she has to do. And then she'll be able to, to use, to take your questions and things back to management, all that kind of stuff. But you have to understand that Faye is an employee and she may move on and she may get married and go and have kids and stop working or she's had her kids. They've all this time. So now her and hubby are going for a run and getting in the car and drive. And if you explain it like that, if you explain to them 
how they can be your friend at the same time as being your support worker, how they do have limitations on what they can and can't do for you. As long as these people understand, they are quite reasonable too. They're people. As long as they understand that this is what we're about. It's helping you as a friend. And as a friend, we may leave just like friends do. And so I think that's going to be one of our really big differences. Yeah. Also, one of the things I really want to do is have have the system whereby the employees, um, if, if the organization makes a profit at the end of the year, the employees, based on the number of hours work, share in the profit. You know, they'll be allocated an amount for the employees. So they actually have a vested interest in making the organization good and working well. And I think giving people that option is what they're looking for in today's business world because we have access to so much more information than we've ever had. And we have a generation of workers coming through that want more than just a nine to five or they want more than just a, yeah, I go, I do as I'm told and leave. They have ideas. They have concepts that we might have tried before and don't work. We might have never even thought about. So I, I will be running sessions. We don't call them brainstorming. We call them barnstorming doesn't matter how crazy they are, lay them out there. Because start, once the discussion starts around these things, something good may come of it. So, yeah, that, that's where I'm going with all this. And I, I think um, <clears throat> from a personal level, I've always had that in my head. And through being associating with you, I've been able to actually live it, not just talk it. Um in my personal growth through your mentoring with understanding where I'm at and what I'm doing and how it works and how it fits in and and understanding me. And as you know, in the last six weeks, I've had a massive, massive personal shift from trying to control everything to understanding, (laughs) (laughs) understanding that some things are out of my control. Some things you need help from others. Some things you just can't do a damn thing about, just like this morning getting to this podcast. It was, it was insane. It was like every barrier was thrown in front of me. I yeah. didn't get angry. I didn't try and fix it. I just went with it. And we still got here. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Like, first of all, thank you so much for sharing. There was there was massive, massive clarity. I, I love that because it's actually moving forward, like you're more and more clear on everything, what you want to do. And I love how you message that or have to have you language that from perspective of where, where you started, you know, like you want to know what is the why, vision, mission, what are the values now that you clarify that there was disconnect and there is disconnect in a lot of organizations. Now you want to bring that and you want to kind of cover that gap and you want to connect mm. people together on each level. And I love that you create this innovative upside down hierarchy, right? Like it's basically out of way around. And that's that's beautiful. And I love what you say about the board. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> this is the funny thing, you know, like there is a lot of people creating boards and there's all these experts. They call themselves, ex- call themselves experts and at the end, you're right, you know, most knowledge is actually uh, on the front line, right? Like that yeah. the people they're working directly with client, with customer, because they have experience where you can gain more knowledge and wisdom. 
It's actually from them. That is such a great idea. And I love how that is creating this like a slowly different shapes and forms. Like your vision is really now very tangible. And I mm. really enjoyed like everything what you said. It just makes total sense. And it is something that will be very innovative in uh, in that area of uh, disability services. You know, I, I know that will be. And I think you already hire a lot of people right now, what you shared, because I think it's absolutely amazing that you want to listen to people, but you actually mean mm. it. You don't say like, yeah, we will be listening. Uh, we are here, you know, we will be having great collaboration and all those values, but you actually mean it. You're really looking for different ways how to achieve it. And that has yes. to be changed in organizational structure. It has to be changed, like you said, in board. It has to be changed in rewarding your employees. And I love that because- you're right. There is a new generation coming and they just want to be heard and seen. They they want to actually contribute more than, you know, when we were growing up uh, and our schools and education was telling us, no, you don't need to grow and you can be just here and listen. Right. But people don't want to yeah. just listen. And and I love that you're picking up on that because that's so important. I think that's that's that new wave that so many com- companies and organizations didn't pick up yet. And and it is mm. changing. And that's why they struggle with people. They're leaving their jobs and they are surprised they can't find new people. I mean, it's, yeah, it's all great. I, I don't even know where to go because I, I was listening <laughs> the last 10 minutes. I was like, okay, it's getting better and better. But I will probably touch on that, what, what you said. Because I believe, you know, we need to change to be those kind of people that can lead this different type of company. Like, we can't really start leading that type of company from the same level of conditioning that we had maybe, you know, in the past. Absolutely. And and I love when you said a transformation because I saw your transformation and I, I just still can't believe it. Like I can't believe how you just start to ride a wave. Um, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't know why I'm calling that wave now. It's like, I welcome on my wave <laughs> because it's such a great feeling that actually you can... And I can see that you can actually have joy and happiness every day because you can connect and ground yourself. But I would love to probably go back to that and, and ask maybe what was the, or when, or what was the point of realization that actually, you know what, I can't continue this way, or I don't feel it, or I don't feel great. What, what was the feeling? What was the kind of like, okay, that's enough. What was the turning point? Um. Wow. Feels like a million years ago, but it wasn't. It was just <laughs> five, six weeks ago. <clears throat> I guess in in our chats, when we're just talking about who you are and, and how you see, and there was something that I was quite feisty that day that we were talking, and you didn't, you didn't um, you didn't talk about my feistiness, but you, you you said something along the lines of so how do you see how you are now fitting into what you want to create? And it just hit me in the head that it won't fit. It can't fit. Wow. It, it just won't. And then we started talking about meditations. You sent me a couple of little meditations and we talked about how to do it. And, and then I remembered what makes me happy. And that's when I just started sitting outside with my puppies. And that was the first step to being chill out, mate. <laughs> it's not going to work if you're going to be another. And then um, 
it was I went out bush and I'd sit down under a tree and just sit there and I'd put my push my fingers into the dirt and I just felt so wonderful. So relaxed, so connected, so capable of achieving what I wanted to. Whereas prior to that, I wasn't capable of achieving what I wanted to because I was still a bloody control freak. <laughs> I was still I was uh, still I didn't say that to make it happen. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I didn't see that that you're a control freak, but yeah, that was a little bit of probably that that pressure, that pressure that I have to have it, it has to happen now, and this is what I want, and this is how I want it, and this is when I want it, and it was yeah, definitely that that pressure. How did you feel? Because I remember when we started to talk, and like I remember your energy, and I'm curious, how do you remember yourself before you became this new person? Okay, if if we could talk about. <clears throat> an aura, if you like, the best way to explain it, because I love colours. <laughs> Good. <laughs> my my aura, if you like, prior to my realisation, was a feisty, fiery red-orange. <laughs> now it's more a calm blue, green. It's, um, it's, it's the realisation that I can't fix everything, even if I want to. I can't fix the mess that the NDIS is in. I can't fix the mess the aged care in. But I can make an effect, an impact on a section. I can help some people. Yeah. And so it, it's gone from a trying to fix the world to saying, well, let's just fix what you can. Let's just have have effects on what you can reach and, and how you can talk to people. It's it's um I suppose it's the the realization that not everything in the world can be fixed by one person. You need a, a bunch of people. It's like the old saying, it takes a village to raise a child. And and I remember when I was a, a little kid in the suburb that we lived, which was an outer, outer Melbourne suburb. It was the end of suburbia when I grew up. Now it's just an inner Melbourne suburb. But yeah. back in those days, and everybody knew everyone. You couldn't muck around because you get caught. Someone's mum would dob you in or some guy at the grocery shop would ring up your dad, you know, all that kind of stuff. And And we've lost that. Yeah, we've lost that. He's like, I try and talk to my neighbours where I live now, and I say hi, and they run inside. They think I'm a serial killer or something. I don't know what's going on. So, I want to create that community back in within the workspace where everyone can feel safe and comfortable to be who they are. Yeah. They don't have to put on airs and graces. They don't have to hide their true self. They can be comfortable and safe to be who they are. And they can have a crazy freaking hairdo if they want to when they come to work. You know, they can they can come up with bizarre ideas and hey, who cares? Let's yeah. talk about it. Let's let's make it work. And um that's the kind of thing. It's I don't I'm not making a team. I'm I'm not making a family. <laughs> I'm making a community of people yeah. who are going to work together and bring in others who they support as part of that community. And I think that would be the best way to explain it. It's it's a community workspace, not a team, not a family. You hear a lot of that kind of crap. But this is a community where people can come in and be themselves and they can bring others in and they can help them be themselves. Yeah, I love how you want to bring basically the the first first probably will be almost like unconditional love. Like you actually want to bring that in organization that people are not going to be judged. They don't need to compare Correct themselves and they don't need to judge themselves or each other because that is not accepted what is accepted is actually having respect towards each other and 
and really create relationships from honesty and authenticity. And that's what I love because you became so authentic as well. And mm. that's to me, that's that's massive transformation because you were also talking about that a little bit different way before. And I think there was that lost of yourself. Like I feel like you came back to your body and and you are actually now authentic yourself. Yeah. And, and that's probably something I would love to ask you as well because so many times and i was experiencing the same this is this is the transformation that i was able probably to talk about with you because i did for myself the same thing and i was pretending and trying to fit in and trying to be someone else someone that i wasn't and that's probably why i'm so excited to have you here because that was the major thing that i saw as a shift and mm. you were trying to be someone else and you were trying to use only logical brain for everything you know and have everything under control explain everything how that should work but truly inside, there was no connection and the connection was Correct. not with yourself. How do you feel about that? Like, do you feel that, or tell me more about that because I, I really like, I really like this <laughs> conversation in general. Like I love to, to see how that feels to be back in your body, back to yourself. Peaceful and calm. Um, that's the best way to explain it. There was always this internal fight going on before. There was always who was going to be out there, the one that Lawrence thought people wanted to see or the real Lawrence. I love and it. There was this, there was this fight all the time. And, and the one that people wanted to see usually popped out. And, and it goes back to like, when I was a young fella, I was nearly six foot tall when I was 12. Right. So I stood out. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm and, sure. and whether I, um, had the expectation put on my by myself or whether it was put on by others that I, because I was so big and I looked like I was 17 and I was only 12, yeah. that they expected me to be 17 and to mm -hmm. act and think and act that way. And I, I only came to this realization in one of my little meditation sessions just recently. And from then on, I always acted as people expected, not acted as I wanted to. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, it just became the norm for me mm. is fighting who I was to project who I thought people wanted me to be. Um, sure. Some did, some liked this persona that I was presenting and they loved it. And I was able to move up through the corporate world and become the general manager of an organization, all that kind of stuff. But I had to put aside my own core values and my own core principles to do that. So there was a constant struggle, constant struggle. And, and it came into this control freak nut job that was angry a lot. Like yeah. you get, you, it's, it's like you're driving the car and someone would do something and you'd get angry with them. Like they don't know. They have no <laughs> idea what they've just done to you. And here I am going, ah. <laughs> what a waste of energy and time, you know? Yeah. And so that's changed greatly in me now. I don't have that that cause to get angry. It's just, it is what it is. No, it's, it just, it happens. Life happens to you a lot. And it's, it's all about that old saying, it doesn't matter how you react to it. It's, it matters what you do about it afterwards. Do you get up and keep going? Do you learn from it? You know, and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it, it became, I feel younger because I'm not burning up. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> burning up so much aggressive energy. Yeah. Um, I have less stress in my face 
yes. as well. That's something that I've noticed. I looked in the mirror the other day and went, oh, Oh, looks pretty good now. <laughs> this is oh, th this is actually something. Okay, before you you continue, because this is massive, and and I realize that people talk a lot about transformation, but there is actually physical transition into mm. into younger version of yourself. I believe our body changed changes because of actually how the energy works for in in, in our body and with our cells, right? Like when we have actually positive energy and we are. We are excited and we have joy. We actually changed the shape almost like the, the cells actually started to kind of connect together different ways. And it's almost yeah. like you recreate your body. And that's why I believe, and I'm a strong believer that we can actually change, we can heal because you yes. can heal for your energy. And I know when we talk about, I was talking about, about my back, when I actually transform my back is not in pain. I, I don't, I, I'm not wearing glasses. I don't need to hide, <laughs> you know, all those small things. And I can run again. I don't have like any any pain in my hip. Such heavy things because I was already thinking that I'm getting old and that's just part of that. My body yeah. is supposed to actually hurt after 40s. And I realized, no, actually, that's not true. And I love yeah. when you say I, I look younger because you actually look different. And I fully <laughs> believe that transformation brings that, brings that spark, changes your skin color, changes your expression. And yep. you're in ease. I can see it. And I probably can take out some videos from like first time when we met. Yeah. And, and I can compare definitely that is different different expression. And yeah. I love it. And it's real, real true thing because I actually see it in people. I see mm. people's faces actually changes. Yeah. It's yep. crazy. It's and so you know, the very, very interesting thing is you have to allow yourself to be who you are. Oh. So many of us, so many of us put on this song and dance because we think that's what you're supposed to do or we're trained to do that like the circus monkeys. Yeah, we are conditioned. We, yeah. Yeah. We, we need to come to that realization that it's okay to be who I am. You know, it's, it's okay to be me. I, you've got to allow yourself to just take a nice deep breath and go, I'm me. And, yeah. you know, if someone can't handle that, that's okay too. You know, exactly. It's not your thing unless you're hurting them in some way. Yeah. You you can just be me. You can be who you are. You don't need to conform to what they believe is the right way to do it. Yeah. And I'll probably just um, kind of confirm what you're saying because that is big, probably massive distinction that because who we are inside truly authentic us, we are actually pure love. All of us, mm. we were born as children and we were not born as bad children, right? Like we were oh. we were born with love, big heart, and that's how we were from the beginning. And yes. when we became angry, frustrated, or we, we hurting people, it is conditioning, it is environment that influenced that influenced us on the way, and we'll allow that to happen. That so is just to let people know when you say that be who you are. I'm not saying stay aggressive, you know, and hurting people, but think <laughs> about that who you are in the core. Because mm. in, in core, in your heart, you're a good person and we are all good people. We have all these, you know, shadows or how they call it, shadows and, and these dark sides. And we just need to become or made, make a peace with those sides of us because yes. there is that other side. We have black and white. We have dark and light. We have anger and wisdom and, and knowledge or ease. You know, we, we have all those. We, we are polarities. 
but we need to actually integrate them together. And and I love that when you're saying that, like that anger disappeared because where is ease, love, compassion, understanding, joy, happiness, there is no space for anger, fear, frustration, because it is much stronger to feel joy than just jump back to, to anger. I mean, from perspective of energy, how actually those emotions have like charge, maybe we can call it, they have to have charge, right? Like Yeah, they do. Yes, absolutely. Joy, joy and happiness, we'll have 10, you know, and when we talk about anger or frustration, they will be like free too. They are really low energies. That means I believe just to understand that, that we are truly inside good people, then let's connect with who we really are because we want to do good things. We are naturally hmm. we are born like that. And we're just covering that because we had to look cool in front of someone. We have to fit in in some you know group that we are part of, but we don't need to. And I think that's like, for me, that's biggest message because I know how you try to fit in. And you know, you, you even told me about things that in school, you, you pretend that you are not that great student because you didn't want to stand out, you know, and, and now yeah. you see how much you were able to stand out and how good that will be for society, friends, for everyone around you. And I'm so happy you're back. I'm so happy <laughs> that you are, you are you because that's the most valuable part of us, right? Like being yeah. authentic and oh, this is, excites me so yeah. much. It, and, and it's, it's a thing that, you know, I was one of those people that you make me angry, you make me do this. No one makes me do anything. I yeah. choose to do it or not. And that anger is still there. I mean, I'm, I'm not perfect. And it's still um, a perfect example this morning when I was trying to drive home <laughs> and the traffic was insane and it was just, and I felt myself getting angry. And I, and I thought I can choose to get all fired up and everything else. All That's that does fun. is rate. It raises my blood pressure and <laughs> gets gets me nowhere. Yes. And will put me in a bad mood for the rest of the day. And so the answer is, what's the point? Absolutely. Absolutely nothing. So I thought, you know what? I've already texted Alex. I might be a little bit late. Let's just get home safely. Yeah. And, and I was fine. And Turned my music up. I was bopping along. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the beauty of that. Right? Right? Like when you... Like when you let the fear, anger, frustration get into you and you don't stop it because you are not aware, you will probably say, um, you know, 30, 30 minutes late, you will say, you know what, Alex, let's not do it today because I just don't have mood, right? That means the result, you, you will, what you will create is not going to be that great. And I, that's why I'm always saying like just that mood, that joy, that happiness and awareness can actually bring much better results because emotions are dictating our results. Yes. And, and I love when you said there is the step, right? There is the step how to don't get in that cycle of anger when you are in traffic, because that's a great example. Everybody is in the car, you know, and we try to scream at the car in front of us, like, hey, come on, go, go, go faster. And that person doesn't hear us. <laughs> that means we actually can't control and can't do anything. All what we do, we let ourselves to go into this craziness and bad emotions. And I love when you said, you know, I just got away because I felt the anger is coming. That is, that's hmm. the people think that anger will disappear. No, it's, it's not oh, going to no. disappear. There are feelings and emotions that will always come to us because of the thoughts, because we want to be fast somewhere, we are late. But we can stop that. We can pause and hmm. we can decide. Like you said, you choose. You know, you choose yep. what you will do. You choose to be not angry. 
And that's the point when people like need to start to be aware of what is happening. Okay, I'm aware. I don't have control over this. <laughs> like I'm already here. I can't run. I can't leave the car here. I can't do anything, right? That means I can just yep. sit here and just go with the flow. That means that's first step. And second step was self-awareness that I felt the anger is coming up and I can decide if I have high <laughs> pressure, right? Like I don't want to have high blood pressure. I don't want to get crazy. You decide that self-awareness is so important that there are two most important steps in that start of transformation. That's awareness and self-awareness. But after that, you had courage to choose to go with joy and happiness and mm. sing and listen to music. That means that that's kind of to me that the courage to d- decide, courage to choose, it's kind of like the first biggest step to that positive level. And yeah. And um, yeah, and choose to feel better. I love it. Just yeah, yeah. come late, but and it's okay. and yeah, and and it's good. It's 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 one of those things they say. Oh, everyone says be positive, be positive. No, no, no. Not about that. Yeah. Try to be positive. Try to find the good in every situation. But there's going to be situations where you can't, and that's okay too. Yeah. Accept the fact that that's a negative thing. It's going to happen. All I need to do is work through it. All I need to do is find out where, where's my lesson in this? Because my nanny used to say, the day you stop learning is the day you died. And that's one of the things that we, we think when people hear learning, they think it means, oh, going to a structured course and all that. No, it's learning about yourself. That's the thing that I finally worked out now, <laughs> after all these years, what Nan was talking about. It's learning about who you are, learning about your reactions, your your words, your things like that. And, and it's, it's, it's the whole thing like she used to tell me, the only power words have is the power you give them. So if someone calls you and bleep, 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 okay, that's your opinion. Yeah. It's not my opinion of me. And I'm yeah. sure there's other people that don't think that of me either. So, yeah, no worries, mate. Thanks. Mwah. That upsets them even more when you blow them a kiss. But anyway, <laughs> but it, I mean, it's, these are the things. It, it's, it's a whole... We do learn our entire life. We go through phases. As a little kid, you're completely unaware of the world. Everything's wonderful and exciting and brilliant and fantastic and everyone's your friend and you don't care what color or race or anything. They just, wow. Yeah. Then you become that teenager where you're a surly little hormonal thing. So you need to have an opinion. <laughs> yeah, you need to have an opinion about everything and you know, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then you get into young adulthood and that's where you start to decide if you want to be you or you want to be what society or your part of society requires yeah. you to be in the gangs, at the workplace, you know, or in the football club, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And a lot of people stay there. They just get stuck in that sort of 25 to 40 gap where they – pretend to be something that they aren't because yeah. they need to fit in. They, they feel they need, they've been trained, conditioned and, to feel they need to fit yeah. in. And um, some of us like me, I did it now, <laughs> very late <laughs> in life. Um, some people are lucky enough to do it earlier. And, and yeah, it, it's a real thing where you, you can't just be positive in life. You can't not be angry. It's understanding where it's come from. And deciding whether or not it's going to be effective. Yeah. And you know, it's going to affect your results or your interaction. Yeah. 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 And, and sometimes, like I try and tell the puppies not to bark and all this kind of stuff. Sometimes they listen. Sometimes I have to yell at them. You know, it's just, it's the same kind of thing. Sometimes people will listen. Sometimes you have to be angry. You have to see, they have to see your yeah. frustration to understand where it's going. 
And um, but I'm finding it. I walk away now. It's like okay, yeah, whatever. It's I think the magic good. is yeah, the magic is there because it's same same thing. Like yes, you know, you you scream at puppies, and one day you don't scream at puppies, but when you scream at puppies when they bark, you realize who you are being at that moment. That means again, that's that self awareness and. Being courageous actually to have self-reflection and see yourself yeah. in that bad side and actually see yourself like, okay, this is me screaming. Like, how do I look like when I'm thinking, walking around the houses and I, I hear someone screaming at their dog like crazy? I'm thinking like, oh, that's not very emotional, emotionally fit person. That means yeah. <laughs> I see myself like that, right? Because I do it as well sometimes. And I see myself, but I stop myself. I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm being that person right now. Okay. Yep. And, but the thing is that we usually create resistance with that feeling, right? Like, I don't like this part of me. I don't like it. Let's remove it. Why am I like that? And we have these wrong questions. We start to ask yeah, questions. Yeah. Why am I like this? I'm silly. And we started to have self-talk that is not serving us. No. And I think that's where we kind of start to cycle in that, you know, negativity. We don't like ourselves. We don't want to show true self because we know that we are this angry person or we are frustrated person. But the truth is that we are not. We just don't want to see it. We just don't want to see it when that comes. We don't want to yes. be almost like we don't want to be observers, but we should be observer of life. We should be observer of our emotions and being able to see everything what is happening and, and be true to ourselves that we see that. And now when we see that, we can change that. And absolutely, I, I love that. And I love love everything what you did last few weeks because it's so profound. Like for me, that's, just profound work on myself. Mm. I see that someone is on the same journey. I really like to see that. And I like, I like to see what, you know, that's the other thing you said, you know, some people find out earlier they're lucky, but, but you are lucky because now you found out and you're getting younger, even in, you know, yes. your face. Yes. <laughs> that means it's good thing. Oh, every you don't need, day you don't need any injections. And... You don't need any nah, injections. I, I wake <laughs> up and I look at myself and go, what the hell's going on here? And I realized it's because oh, that's so beautiful. I've, I've removed so many stressors out of my life yeah. and I question my reactions to everything. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, yeah. And, and I'm getting a lot more cuddles from the wife and the kids and the puppies oh, and everyone, everyone so wants to be near me. And it's, <laughs> it's really, it's a good thing. It really is a good thing. It, it, it's, it's really enlightened me on, what I was doing to others around me by trying to be something that I thought I should. Oh, okay. This is like, I should say, <laughs> amen, right? Because that was the <laughs> sentence I was looking for is exactly the thing that we have influence. And when we started to talk about your company and when my question came, are you being the person that can create actually what you want to create? That's yes. exactly the thing that you are influencing people every day around you and just by trying to be perfect, be perfect yes. for them, you are actually worse for them because you are actually yes. not you. And what you just say is so important to understand that now you, what you're doing, and I will probably clarify with transformation, what actually happens is instead of pushing and having resistance and trying to influence and control and living in that pressure stress and I guess attachments life when you have attachments mm. to everything. Now the other side other side is being in ease, not need to control. And by that 
change of energy, you actually attract people. You're almost magnetizing people in your life. You will magnetize and you will attract people they want to work for you. You will attract people they want to work with you. You will attract clients they want to work with you. That means you will you will have all those things happening for you because you are you and you have yes. a clear, you know, beautiful heart and you finally let yourself going out there with your heart on the plate, I guess, you know, open, vulnerable, talking about those things because people don't do it and people want it. People want to have real connections. They want raw, they want normal. They don't want any more advertisement, promotions, cheating, promising, they're sick of it. And mm. funny enough, I stopped my marketing when I changed. Yeah. I, I just write my newsletter. I just write what I want to do. I, I do podcasts now. I just express myself from that rawness. I don't pretend. I don't advertise. And it's just so ridiculous that my business, without spending so much money on marketing, just went up, skyrocketed just because people started to contact me. I yeah. really want to say that that's the best place to be or operate from, from that authenticity to be actually successful. And that's for me, mind blowing. And, yeah. and I, I understand that not everybody has an opportunity to go through transformation, but everyone can, everyone mm. can find themselves. And I believe your story and what you try to achieve and who you are now, I believe you attract a lot of people that will want to work with you. And I believe yes. That will be inspiring for my audience, hopefully. And they will <laughs> listen that it's not just me talking, just me talking yeah. about transformation, but it's actually a real experience. And, and I love when you said, you know, I see someone else in a mirror. And that's when we integrate that bad and good side of us. And we understand that everything is fine and everything is at the right time. It is Everything is great. Yes. We don't change anything. We don't need to push anything. We actually can enjoy the present moment. And we can enjoy everything that is around us. Oh, can... look, I, every day I wake up in the morning and I'm so grateful for another day yeah. just to be me, <laughs> just to, to love the people around me, to enjoy the world. Like the other day there was a massive storm and I was down the shops and someone goes, oh, isn't this storm horrible? I said, oh, no, it's so refreshing. Can't you beautiful. feel the energy in the air and the rain washes all the crap away? And she looked at me and she goes, you on something? <laughs> I go, I'm on life. That's it. Yeah, it's that. I'm on life. And and you can say you're on the wave. <laughs> yeah. She laughed and walked away laughing. And I thought, look what I've just done. Yeah. We were standing there waiting to run to our cars. And she was all grumpy and horrible about the, the storm. And after I was being silly about it, she laughed and she was laughing to a car. She'd probably go home and tell her husband, oh, I met this crazy man thing. And he said I all this that. stuff. And he'll laugh. So, you know, and laughter is the best medicine, the endorphins that you release when you laugh. And just that little thing where I would have said in the past, yeah, oh, I hate this shit. I can't do anything. And I was like, nah, isn't it awesome? And she, I mean, so that's, that's a, they're only little things, but they are big changes. The effect I could have oh, brought you. into her horrible crap about the day. Yeah. Yeah. But instead I turned it around. She might still think the day's horrible, but she's laughing about it. You, you you impacted someone. That's the smallest act of kindness we can do. We can actually create different perception for people. And I love what you did. And and I, and I love it. You are doing that all the time now. And I can see yeah. it. I can hear it. And this is the thing that I always call everyone. Just do do try. <laughs> try to make someone else's day better. 
just by showing them that there is always positive side. And, and that was yeah. amazing act of kindness and you probably changed her day and you changed probably or you impacted even her family that's absolutely amazing right yeah absolutely uh, this this conversation can go okay <laughs> I, I think i want to do another another podcast with you but before we absolutely go, i will probably ask you to share where people can find you connect with you and uh, when you plan to start your amazing project and yeah just give us a little bit of wrap up <laughs> wrap up Okay, um, the business is called Life Choice Respect. Uh, that's the company name. The actual business name, we're, we're still floating around with that. We've come up with a bit of a change and a bit more life to it, a bit more to reflect who we are and what we're going to be doing. The, the main company does reflect that Life Choice Respect. It's all about life. It's such a wonderful gift that we have. We can choose. We have choices in life. We can choose to be happy. We can choose to be sad. Yeah. And we as an organization will respect you for whatever choices you make. That's as simple as that. Now, that is very different than when it was first started, that life choice respect meaning. Um, so on LinkedIn under Lawrence Duggan, I haven't actually got the life choice respect stuff up and running yet because we did have it. We're ready to go. And then after a conversation with the wonderful Alex, I realized <laughs> that it didn't actually fit who we wish to be. Who we, who we want to reflect, who we want to be out there with. So we're, we're playing around with different little bits and pieces at the moment on that one. Um, I'm not allowed to go on Facebook because I like to stir people up. So I've been banned from Facebook by my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Don't go on Facebook. That's good. Yeah, don't go on people Facebook. Can, no, people don't go can Facebook. find you. Yeah, I will share your LinkedIn, LinkedIn. profile. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. LinkedIn people. is the best one. That's that's where awesome. all the, the, the excitement will be coming from. That's where all the information will be coming Beautiful. from. Um, I look at all the, the other organizations that are doing the same thing. Well, not doing the same thing, but in the same space as I am. Yeah. And they are very staged, stick with the program, you know, this kind of stuff. So when we yeah. pop out there, we will stand out. We will be rather different. <laughs> so, Thank you. And so. that's what I want. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lawrence. Thank you so much for your time. And I would Thank love you, to Alex. chat with you again. And I will be happy to have you again talking a little bit more about this because I think it's very valuable. Thank you for doing amazing things in the world. And I <laughs> will chat to you soon. <laughs> no worries. Thanks, Alex. It's wonderful to be here. Bye.